I couldn't be more excited to announce that the official Noose and Seeing Other People merch collab is finally here. I put so much care and thought into the designs for this line. I really wanted each product to represent seeing other people and this community. And when I think of seeing other people and all of the listeners and the family here, I think of how empathetic we all are and how communicative we are and how we all want to provide each other with comfort. And so I really incorporated those values into all of the products. And there are shirts that say emotional support human. There's a sweatshirt that says double text. There is a long sleeve that says emotionally available and so much more. Check it out at www.wearenoose.com. That's N-U-S. And of course, links are in bio on all social platforms. I'm so excited. Check it out and let me know what you guys get. I'm, I can't wait to see it on you. Hey guys, it's Alana and welcome back for another episode of Seeing Other People. All right, guys, today's episode is genuinely awesome and I'm so excited about it. I am bringing on Jordan and Zach Stenmark, who are twins, who are successful businessmen. They are fashion models. They are identical twins, um, I should add, and they are so successful and so genuinely great and insightful. And we're going to talk all about the business they've built and how they've dated throughout building that business and traveling the world while doing it. We're also going to talk about what it's like to date as twins and the different things that might be super unique experiences that we might not those of us who aren't twins might not be all too familiar with. Um, And we're going to talk about sleep and mental health and how all of that goes into your dating life. And also just common misconceptions about dating for guys and, and for guys who are maybe just like really attractive and hot and successful and have tons of followers. Because I know we always look at those people and think, wow, like it must be so easy for them. And while Jordan and Zach do fit into all of that criteria, they haven't had the easiest dating lives and they have their own struggles and they both are currently single. And so it's not always what it seems. And it's, it's so easy to look at somebody on Instagram and be like, wow, they have the perfect life. They, they're accomplished. They're attractive. They've done everything. And I'm sure dating is so easy for them, but everyone struggles. And I think it's really important to kind of remind ourselves of that. We're all people trying to find that one person out there that really is is the person to be a partner for us. And so I'm super excited for everyone to hear this conversation and to hear about the company that they built, which is Dreamers, which you'll hear all about in the episode. And yeah, so let's bring in Jordan and Zach. Or Zach and Jordan. We'll see. And now we are here with Zach and Jordan. Welcome to the Seeing Other People family. Thank you so much. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you guys doing? Really good. Great. Um, Zach, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, so I'm I'm obviously Zach. Well, although we look pretty similar, so um, well, I wore the hat for a reason, you know. Make sure, yeah, that and facial hair. Head. You know, Jordan, you've got Jordan's facial hair. Unless they're listening, in that case, then it doesn't really matter. Mm. But if you are listening, if you are listening and you want to get a little visual to help you differentiate the two, head to YouTube, seeing other people, and watch the video, and then you can go back to Spotify, Apple, wherever you're at. Exactly. exactly, and and they do say beards give you a, beards give you a stronger voice. You know, you grow you grow a beard, it's deeper. So hopefully people can hear that. You know, that's or at least that's what I tell myself. So <laughs> anyway, well, sorry, sleep at night. <laughs> yeah, well, well you, know just, yeah. you know what helps us sleep at night. Um, but we'll get we'll probably get to that anyway. Uh, brief intro. Um, I'm Zach, the older twin by eight minutes. Um, wow, which is something I hold very dearly. Uh, but yeah, we are basically like fashion models are in TV and we do a bunch of, um, things in the entertainment industry. And we also own a company called dreamers, which is a sleep company, um, that has globally, uh, patent published technology that helps you fall to sleep and stay asleep. Uh, and so, and that was what I was sort of alluding to before with the, the sleep help. And I am Jordan Zach's eight minute younger brother. Um, and Zach pretty much stole my intro. So yeah. All right. Like well, I'm super excited to have you guys here and Ooh, 
I, I love so, the I love the twin tension that's going on here. I, I'm I'm excited to see what unfolds. Um, but I'm super pumped to have you guys here. You guys are both incredibly successful and just really like great examples of people who have done a lot, but also at the end of the day, you are normal people. And as normal people, one of the things that you do in your life is date. And so there's a lot that we're gonna cover in this episode about um first of all, tying back to dreamers and the company that you guys have built to help people actually sleep and, and live a healthy, balanced, well lifestyle. Um, of course, sleep and how we feel affects our dating life, but, um, as really successful people and, and, fashion models and businessmen, you also travel the world, which is very exciting. And of course, we love to hear about dating in different places. And I'm also excited to hear about what it's like to date as twins. So I actually would like to start there, because I think that will set the stage very nicely for everything else. And for everyone who is listening, note that they look very similar. <laughs> you guys, Are you guys technically identical twins? Uh, yeah, so we are identical twins. We, uh, I mean, just for everyone's sort of reference of what identical twins are, it's literally you come from one egg and one sperm that's split, right? As opposed to fraternal twins, which are like two eggs, two sperm. Um, so we, yeah, we're genetically identical, which is, uh, it's pretty cool. I feel blessed. <laughs> I love the little biology lesson that we got. We, we, we get the funny questions about the uh, identical, um, you know, people, I think people love the game of identical twins. And, and um, I think that, yeah, it's, it's, it's a funny, it's definitely, I'm interested to hear what questions you have for us when it comes to being identical twins and dating. Well, I think the first obvious question is like, has somebody ever mixed you two up and like thought they were talking to one and then the other or like accidentally like hooked up with the wrong one? Like has anything like that ever happened or almost happened? I see some oh, smirks and smiles. Yeah. So I have, a, I have a pretty good story about that. I, um, so Zach was in a, in a relationship and I was single at the time and oh I just started seeing this girl and the girl that Zach was seeing's friend or family friend was like, oh, I saw Zach and he was with another girl and he's cheating. I swear he's cheating. He was with this other girl. It was crazy. He like kissed her and, you know, really touching her. And and then the family goes, Zach's a twin, you idiot. Like, like, it's not Zach. Zach was there that day. Um, And she's like, what? Zach's a twin? Oh, okay. That makes so much more sense. But obviously this girl's like freaking out, thinking that Zach's cheating and all that kind of stuff. So that's that's one very tame story. But um, She told me afterwards as well. She was like, I was going to come and like confront you and, you know, and then I just didn't know what to do. And I was like, well, I'm really glad you did because Jordan would not have had any idea who you were or what was going on. That's so funny. I, yeah, I feel like I, I don't even know what I would do in that situation if I thought that one was the other and that that was happening. I, that's such a mind fuck. <laughs> Seriously. And like, I think the funny thing about like the funniest part is because, you know, some twins are like do everything together. Zach and I obviously have like we live together around the world and we work together, you know, but at the same time we try and live individual lives that, um, you know, because we're individuals as much as we are twins. Um, and just things like even, you know, someone might have, like Zach, Zach might have met someone or I meet someone and, and when we're out and then someone will come, hey, you know, like a girl might come, hey, no, good to see you again. And I'll be going, yeah, good to see you too. Um, yeah, like, so how's things been? And that whole oh my god you're like i have no idea who this person is not at all but they know me so well because they've seen me a week ago in their mind and it's they've had this great night hanging out with zach and their friends and all that kind of stuff and then you're trying to go have i ever met this person before and you never have and they get really upset and you have to make this split second decision where you go they've just called me like after they might go in they go zach and you go okay now i need to make this decision if they've met Zach and I together, or if they uh-huh. just met Zach, and I need to go, okay, yeah, I'm Zach right now, and I just have to admit to this, or I go, I'm really sorry, I'm Jordan, blah, blah, blah. And they go, what? Who's Jordan? 
and then you get the conversation going on. But you don't want to make people feel awkward and stuff like that. So it is a very funny situation. Yeah, that's hilarious. I don't, I mean, how do you decide, like, am I just going to go with it and pretend I'm Zach in the moment? Or is is this going to be like a long drawn out conversation where I have to really like say who I am? Like, how do you decide that? Yeah, well, it's a pretty tough one. It's a very split second decision. It's very educated guess. Like there was a time where I, so I was, I went on a job with this, um, with this girl and then I had a subsequent job like two months later and this girl called, girl came up to me and was like, so the girl had like obviously on set, we're just, you know, mates on set, friends, whatever. And then Zach, and she's seen Zach in um, this suburb in Manly, um, this Mm -hmm. suburb called Manly in, in, in Sydney and come running up to Zach and going, Hey, Jordan, good to see you. Blah, blah, blah. And then Zach goes, no, like, no. <laughs> like not in a rude way, but Zach is like, no, 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 I'm, I'm Zach. No. And she goes, no, you're not. You're Jordan. I worked with you like two weeks ago. No, no, I'm, I'm Zach. And she oh just couldn't God. understand this. Anyway, so she comes sees me again on set when we work together and she goes, what? Like I saw you too. I was like, I'm a, I didn't I tell you that I'm a twin? And, and so like in making that decision, you have to, I think the biggest thing is one, like how's that person going to feel? Two, how awkward is it going to be? And three, are you going to see that person again? Yeah, that makes sense. Has a girl ever come up to one of you and like, like has someone ever kissed the wrong guy? So it's really interesting because like uh, the, we, we've in, in the past always gone for like different girls, like not, okay. uh, and then it's sort of just like worked out the way I don't know that way that it, we've never had like that full interaction where someone's just gone hey and like kiss the other person maybe it's because we have also like relatively different personalities um and so when people start to get and get to know us they see this like quite uh clear difference because we have a re- like some sort of like I guess yin and yang parts to our personality which I think just happens with being twins I definitely think like there's been some funny circumstances where like uh a girlfriend has has like from behind gone oh like jordan and then grabbed you know the other one and then being like oh no no no, (laughs) that's zach it's okay like and it was just like out of like instinct or whatever but it's never been anything like oh i accidentally kissed the wrong twin that's funny okay i'm glad to hear it i know this is really embarrassing but like my freshman year of college i was super drunk at a concert and i literally kissed the wrong guy like i thought i thought he was like to the right of me so i turned to the right of me and like started making out with him and he was on the left side of me (laughs) and i was like holy shit that's amazing So, so the the fact that this has happened to me, but not to you guys, is really a plot twist. Um, but we're <laughs> going to move on from that now. Um, that's really interesting and and exciting to hear, I think, that you guys have different types based on your different personalities. Because I think sometimes when, if somebody, let's say, like, see, like, finds out, like, oh, there are two twins, like, which one, like, which one are you going to, like, go for or whatever? It's like, mm-hmm. you guys are really different people at the end of the day. And so I think that that's something that people need to kind of, like, remember when it comes to twins or siblings in general, is that, like, just because people look the same does not mean they're the same. And so I think that's great that you have different types and, and go for different types of people. And I'm sure once people realize like who your each of your personalities, it makes sense. It's like, oh yeah, like I mesh with this one and not that one or vice versa. Exactly. And I, what's really interesting is this is the first time since we were like, I don't know, maybe like 15 or 16 that we've both been single at the same time. Ah, is, what's that been like? Um, Zach, what do you reckon? <laughs> I mean, look, I think it's been good. It's sort of funny. Like we have like, um, we've, we we kind of have like these unwritten rules that go with like the whole the whole scenario. Like mm. in terms of like people always like, oh, do you compete over different girls? Even like if there's a girl that you both think is cool. And it's sort of like, I don't know that we've had, we have this like twin unwritten communication. It's like, oh, if that person, you know, if you met that person first or whoever had that like conversation or whatever, or uh, first then it's like, I like I would instantly, if it was Jordan and he was talking to like this girl and I was like, oh, she's cool, whatever. But I instantly go like, 
friend. Like it's like mm-hmm. this very like hard line that's drawn. Um, and it's just like all switches off sort of thing. It's uh, that we've never spoken about, like never, we've never had that conversation. Yeah. It's not like, okay, you, you, you know, learn to switch off or whatever. It's just not a thing. Like, I don't know how, I don't know where we learned this or what, what conversation we had. Maybe it was like in the womb, we were like talking about our futures and planning it out. And rule number 15 was, you know, um, if I like someone, you can't. So switch it, you know, learn to switch off in the next two months until we're born or whatever. Um, so. I, I mean, it's great that you guys did that. I wish that's something that like every friend group could, yeah. like, every set of best friends could kind of like channel and, and just understand because I think that can get away get in the way of a lot of friendships. I mean, I know even just thinking about when I was single and, and some of my friends, when they were single, like being out at a bar and seeing a guy who was like all of our types and suddenly yeah. it's like a race to see who can talk to them first or who's going to like bring, like, like get to them and have them ask for our number and stuff. And it, it definitely can get competitive, but I mean, that's really awesome that it hasn't for you guys. I think that's really something to be like proud of. Um, I think so I think it's interesting as, as well because like we uh like I would in in any of those circumstances I'm like okay how do I wingman the shit out of it like what do I do here like let's you know like now it's like the team like we're going to work together to make this happen or like you know it's 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 pretty funny like that so yeah I like that a lot have you guys ever experienced like where you don't like one of the other's partners um, and if so, like, have you expressed that or, or what's that been like? Or do you like really try and, and see the positives and, and like them? Definitely try and see the, the positives in them. And if there's something that we, we don't feel is, is right or whatever, we both definitely speak up because at the end of the day, for us, it's all about honest communication, like between us, it's like every relationship, whether it's romantic or sibling or whatever, everyone needs to communicate. And like, you know, we've, we've been together in this for literally 29 years and you know we say hey like i'll say to him hey i support whatever you whatever your decision is but you know um i don't like how this might be about this person um and then it's a really open conversation it's not like i don't think you should be with this person it's like uh here are just some concerns i have you know uh, because at the end of the day, I trust his judgment. So I think like he's not going to make a really like, uh, even though you know we all make crazy choices. I know I've made heaps of really dumb decisions uh, in the matter of relationships and love, but I've always trusted like my family and Jordan to give me really solid advice. So I think we have that sort of thing of like, uh, yeah, just like really open and honest. Because otherwise, like. If I can't trust them to tell me a really honest piece of information about someone, because we do get a little bit clouded, right? We're like, oh, this person's amazing and they're, you know, I'm really attracted yeah. to them and, you know, we have so much fun but you, and you might get blindsided or something. So for me, I'm like always really stoked with like, I want the honest, honest truth from them. So. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's so important. And like you said, like we end up having those rose colored glasses on when we're into someone and we can't see past those things that might actually not be good for us and might make them not like a compatible person and and partner. So that's really great that you guys have that open communication. And that's something that similarly to the, the knowing to not like step on each other's toes when it comes to who you're into. Like, I think that's something that like every family member and, and friend should strive to do and just be open and honest with each other about that. It's really important. Well, um, I, I want to get end... into how, Oh, go ahead. No, no, sorry. I was just going to say, I think at the end of the day, it's also like where you weight those relationships, right? Like for me, uh, the time, the honesty, the loyalty, all that sort of stuff between us uh, means that no matter how excited I am about this specific person, I don't have that like, you know, like I don't know all this stuff about them. I don't have all these previous experiences to go off. So it's like, uh, who am I going to trust, you know? Yeah, definitely. 
I am loving this episode almost as much as I'm loving our focus on our focus month. This month is October and Mindset Wellness and I teamed up to make sure that you guys feel your most focused selves. I know in the heat, we're like in the heat, the heart, I don't know why I said the heat. We're in the heart of fall and the hype summer is over, but winter's coming and we're deep into cuffing season now. And we're trying to focus on ourselves. We're trying to focus on work. We're trying to focus on our dating lives. And something that is really helpful, of course, is mindset wellness focus gummies. I know I've said it many times before, but I truly would not be able to do this podcast and be a freelancer without them. And I just think it's a really great tool that we have at our fingertips uh, that we could take the focus gummies or take the focus drops and really just zone into what we need to get done and then kind of come out of that and be like, okay, I had a really accomplished day. I can go out and enjoy myself tonight. I can go on a date. I can go hang out with friends. And it's it's just really great. So definitely check them out, mindsetwellness.com and grab your focus gummies. Use code seeing other people for 10% off and free shipping. Um, so I want to get into dreamers and how you guys ended up starting a company and starting a company that helps people sleep better so that they can live better lives. Because I know for me, when I am stressed or anxious, the first thing to go is my sleep. And that also comes with the fact that like everything I do is staring at a screen. I work staring at a screen, especially during quarantine when we started having big literally being quarantined and not going into offices and stuff. Every single thing we do is on a screen. And we also date on a screen. And I know sometimes Mm. I'll be sitting, like I would be sitting in my bed, just swiping endlessly on dating apps. And then I wouldn't be able to go to sleep after that. And so for me, and then, and then it forms a cycle where once you're stressed and, and, or feeling burnt out or anything like that, you can't sleep. And then you feel worse the next day and it just keeps going. So anything that is done to kind of like mitigate that and make it a better situation, like a healthier lifestyle is really important to me. Um, So I'd love to hear about how you guys got involved in that and and how you created dreamers and how that's benefited your lives and maybe even your dating lives. Zach, you want to go, you start and I'll, I'll jump in. Yeah. So the, I guess the development of dreamers really, it, it was over, like we, it started sort of five, six years ago, um, we were traveling all around the world. You know, we were living in New York or between Sydney and New York a lot, uh, doing, you know, like flying between all these different places, having to get up uh, really early to be on set and finishing really late. And we're starting to see this correlation between, um, you know, a, a lack of sleep and uh, our health. And so we were... I guess looking at it and going, okay, sleep is one of the most fundamental pillars of health. And I like we we from the research and all understand that it it is the ground at which we start, you know, and then from there you can build on more stuff about diet and exercise and all that sort of stuff. But if you're not sleeping at all, uh, all the exercise and diet in the world is not is not gonna um, you know, fix that. So we we looked, took a really deep dive into uh, I'm trying to understand sleep, you know, um, I really enjoy, and so does Jordan reading medical journals and peer reviewed studies. And, um, so I, cause I, you know, I really want to educate myself, empower myself with the knowledge to be able to actually, uh, help. So I, um, I also lean on some, um, some great friends, uh, our, our chief scientist, Stafford Sheehan and, um, Dr. Andrew Huberman from Stanford and, um, to also like have very informed, um, you know, sources and knowledge about this sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, we, we, we went down this path of really trying to learn about it and understood that light, um, specifically blue and green light, um, have a massive impact on the body's ability to produce the sleep hormone melatonin and uh, that artificial light from these screens, you know, computers, LEDs, uh, phones, all that sort of stuff is that it produced this blue and green light that stops you from producing these sleep hormones. Um, Because if we go back and we think about uh, before we had all this stuff, you know, 50,000 years ago, uh, humans adapted to rise and fall with the sun. So in the morning, we would get the alertness hormone cortisol and it would keep us awake and allow us to do all these great things during the day, um, promote digestion, be alert and focused and those sorts of things. But when the sun went down, we would no longer receive this blue and green light from the sun uh, and the full spectrum light. So we wouldn't um, 
it would now allow our bodies to produce the sleep hormone melatonin and stop and lessen the uh, production of the alertness hormone cortisol. So um, now that we have all these devices, which are fantastic, we can actually, um, we're bringing this light into our lives after dark, therefore stopping the production of these sleep hormones. So that's why we created Dreamers, uh, the, these lenses that block uh, 99% of this artificial blue and green light so that your body can naturally produce these sleep hormones and help you uh, fall asleep and stay asleep. So uh, that's the, the, the Dreamers sleep glasses. And then we have our screen glasses for during the day that just block blue light and they're to deal with eye strain, headaches, brain fog, um, because you, you know, having this overexposure of blue, too much artificial blue light during the day can have these negative side effects as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, and even with both the sleeping things and, and the screen glasses, I know even staring at screens all day, there would be some times where I would have such a bad headache after where like, mm. I would have to cancel my plans or like cancel a date. And I'd be like, I just like, I don't feel good. Mm. And that was happening for so long, especially during the pandemic. So I think these are like an amazing thing that that can help people with everything. Like you said, like sleep goes back. It's like the most fundamental human need that allows you to do every single other thing. And like for me, when I don't, when I'm stressed, I don't sleep. And then when I don't sleep, I get stressed and anxious and like everything mm -hmm. else tumbles. So mm -hmm. sleep is like truly the most important thing in terms of like having the ability to be your best self. And when we're talking about dating, you, uh, you know, you want to look good and sleep, sleep helps you there. You uh, want to have like, you know, if you reduce the amount of blue, like get better sleep, um, don't not fatigue. You want to be in a good mood and, and blue and green light affects your mood. Um, so there's that, that aspect. And then Zach, I know you want to talk about, um, you know, the effects on insulin with blue and green light. So do you, you want to talk to that for a second? I can see it in your face. Well, there's also the yeah, there's also the fact that you know lack of sleep uh, affects your body's um, uh, insulin. So basically, your 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 when you're sleep deprived, you're going to go for quick energy foods like sh very sugary foods. So um, it, the more you sleep, it actually helps regulate those uh, these hormones and, um, and processes that are relative to weight loss and weight gain. So uh, if you want to, uh, sleep is just such a uh, amazing tool for both detox, for allowing your body to naturally process and uh, metabolize fats as energy. So, uh, so if you, essentially, if you if you want to look hot on your date, and you you know you want to get there, and they're like, wow, I, the Tinder profile or the you know Bumble profile, the Hinge profile. They look ten times better. It's because you had a really nice, great sleep the night before. You've, you know, your metabolism is going well. The weight loss is happening. The skin's glowing. You just you've detoxed the night before. I reckon that's that's um yeah. So it's the key to dating, really. That's it's George. because you weren't doing what I do every night when it's 3 a.m. and I'm awake staring at the ceiling mm. and I find myself getting up and going to the kitchen to eat double stuffed Oreos every single night. Yep. Yep. Well, the Oreos are vegan. They are vegan, and I'm sure they're I'm sure they're lovely at the time. But um, you know, you just it's just you just need that. So, sometimes you just gotta forget about it, fall off to sleep into dreamland, dreaming about the guy or the girl. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you mentioned that you were traveling all over. I definitely am curious what that was like when it came to your dating lives and when it came to either like being in different cities or different countries, were there places where like it was more ideal to have like a hookup or like just something fun versus places like, is there an ideal place to have a relationship? Um, and also like did traveling impact your ability to like have relationships because you weren't in one place? I guess for me, cause I've been obviously single longer than Jordan has. It's been uh, a few years now. Um, we, I, yeah, like, I think it definitely, it has its challenges being on the road all the time in the sense that it is hard, like, when you've only got a week with a person or you've only got a day or two to really go, oh, we're going to try and have, like, an actual relationship as opposed to just, like, uh, you know, like, hooking up with a person and uh, even that. And I, it's so funny because, it, like, it can be really trivialized, that whole thing, but, it like, the end of the day, the thing we're all trying to do is like uh, 
have, well, for me anyway, it's about human connection, whether that's human connection for one night or it's for forever or for whatever that is. But like uh, you can, there can be like amazing, really enjoyable, like, uh, connection with like even just as friends or whatever from like a one-time experience um, and you have great memories of that and I think that's really cool so it's because I think it's like really interesting um, but yeah so to, to say I guess it does make it challenging to like forge a, a much longer term relationship when you, you're like oh I don't know when I'm going to see you again uh, and that sort of thing but I also think it just means you also have to put in more effort at the same same time you know you you uh like um I was seeing a girl at one point and we uh like I was in Australia we met in Australia and then she we had a couple of weeks together and then she went back to Europe I went back to New York and that just like made it difficult and you're having this like relationship over um over over like FaceTime and then you know, it, it just like, and then you've got to travel to see each other and all that sort of thing, which is obviously not, also not terrible because then you've got an excuse to go to other places too. So that's kind of fun. Um, so I think it just, the there's massive, there's definitely pros and cons to all of it. Um, but it does, I think, at least for me, I found it makes it a little bit harder to like cement something. I would definitely say that, there hasn't been like a city or anything like that that makes it easier or harder or, or places. I think the I've done, I've had long distance relationships and I think they're always really, really tough on both parties. I think, you know, there's not one part of it that's easy. Um, and it's something that one, relationships take work. Like it's just, put that on the table. They take work and it's like about effort and you really have to be willing to give and, be giving to another person. So you need to have that time in your life to do that. Um, if you add long distance on top of that, that's extra giving. That's, you know, you're giving a lot of yourself to that situation. So if you live a chaotic lifestyle where you're already traveling a lot and your schedule's not that normal, it's pretty hard to then maintain something that is, you know, sustainable and, and you can actually really, you know, feel like you're sharing a life with someone because that is the point. Um, so I would say that like travel as a whole, if you can travel together with your partner, that's amazing. You have these life experiences, you learn all these amazing things. Um, but yeah, um, my, I would say long distance is not a, is a no go in, in the future. I think it's just so hard. It's just not something that I would suggest people do. It's, it's, um, it's very rare, especially in today's day and age. But, um, when it goes to dating, I like it, there's, I reckon New York's a hard place to date, and I've heard that from a lot of people. Um, I see. Yeah. I I think it's actually different, George. Like my experience has been like, I think the reason why people say New York is hard to date is because it's quiet, and this is something I really like about it. There's quite a like upfront, like honesty, like people are, and everything's sort of like moving and happening, and it comes with the city, right? And I think like. People also don't waste people's time, if that makes sense. It's like on or it's off and it's that it, that's that. And I think that's kind of nice, like in the sense that there's not this like always these, well, anyway, my experience is like, it's not this like crazy game of like whatever, which can also be fun, but it's like very like this is happening or it's not. And that's kind of, I, I kind of like that honesty. It's like, let's not waste anyone's time. I'm like kind of laughing to myself because that's the complete opposite experience that I've had dating in New York where it, yeah, uh, in my experience and with a lot of people I talk to, it's, it's like people won't be upfront about their intentions at all. Mm. And, And I've been led on so many times and had experiences where I thought like I was fully dating people when, and then they were like, yeah, I'm not looking for anything. And it's like four months in and I've met their family and I'm like, wait a second, what do you mean? And yeah, and I've had experiences where like I've been cheated on and like things were just totally the opposite of what they seemed. And 
part of the reason that I think people say dating is so hard in New York, especially is because they're, it's like they're unlimited options. Mm-hmm. And so people almost like don't want to commit to somebody because they think it's like, well, like the next person might be better. Or like, who knows if I get back on the apps one more time or go on a date with one other person, like maybe that next person will be better or hotter or like will be more compatible. And so I feel like that's one of the the tough things, but I don't know. I guess, I'm jealous guess, of your experience. Zach, Zach is Zach's quite an open, honest person. Like he'll, he sets his baselines. He goes, this is what it is really early. Yeah. He sets the intention. Um, and I think, I, it's, I think it's a really nice, honest way to, to be. Like, I think, you know, then you can remove hurt. Then at least, you know, that if you go, yeah. Hey, these are my intentions. This is how I feel. This is what I'm going to do. And because relationships are built on communication, aren't they? Isn't that what we're taught from a really young age? That like the the basis of a relationship is communication, and the breakdown of a relationship is a lack of. So um, for me, Zach, for me yeah. yeah, for me, it's like uh, I try and be as honest upfront as where I am at the time. Because what's the point in like like I never I I don't want to hurt people. I, I I think it's just like I, I would I know what it's like to feel hurt. And yeah. it really sucks. And so I would hate to lead someone on when it's just like, oh, this is fun, as opposed to, oh, actually, I have, I'm not sure where this is going, but I'd like to pursue something, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and for, to just put even the intention of I'm actually unsure is better than, like, not telling someone where you're at. Because I think it's like, it is a bit mean, like, and, like, when you're, when it's, I guess, you know, matters of the heart or love, or whatever, however you want to put it, like we all, we feel, and if you don't feel, then that's, I feel really sad because like it, that's the best part of like being human. You feel and you get excited and you get all this stuff, you know? So like, I want to be as honest and open as I possibly can with the person so that at least they know where, where I'm coming from and they can go, actually, I'm not cool with this. And then you go, okay, I understand. And then you part ways or, uh, this is this works for me, whatever, you know? Yeah, well, I'm glad that, that you brought that up because that's probably why you've had a better experience than I have because you are upfront and you are giving the person the opportunity to hear you out and to say like, yeah, that works for me or no, that doesn't. Because I think a lot of the time, it's yeah, it's exactly like you said, Jordan, it's the lack of communication that can tear a relationship apart or make something not work. And I think that, definitely is like the biggest problem in modern dating right now is people don't communicate and partially because they're afraid to and partially because they don't know how. Mm. And so, I mean, I, I know for me, sometimes I think, I, I wonder if it's easier maybe for in like a heterosexual straight situation, mm. like for a guy to be upfront like that. Cause I know I've tried and I have gotten I've heard back what I've wanted to hear, but then mm-hmm. it totally flips. And maybe, yes, like people like people and then a month or two later don't. But I don't know. I think I've I've heard situations or I've been in situations where I've said like I, what I want and then they're like, me too. And like, I like hanging out with you. I want to keep going. And then a month or two later, they're like, eh, I'm not looking for anything right now. The thing, think, that I've always, the thing that I've always maintained across relationships is, uh, words are great and it's awesome to hear it, but actions actions follow that. So, like, you know, people vote. I always, like, I always think of it as people vote with their actions. You know, they show their intentions that way. Like, you can say, hey, you know, I really want to see you again, blah, blah, blah. But even in the smallest interactions, how do they, how do they message you? How do they, um, how do they speak to you? Are they enthusiastic? Is there, is this, like, you know, are you going days without hearing from them and then you're doing the reach out and it's just a bit like, oh, this is not it. And then I think it takes a moment to go, you know what, I I respect myself and I'm not going to be some person chasing this idea of someone that I like. It's, it's you know, I've always wanted to be in something where someone just goes, you know, my mum used to always say to us, uh, you know, you want to be with someone that just thinks, you know, the sun, you know, sun shines from you or, you know, that you're, that you, the world, you are the world. Like you're just the most amazing thing in the world. And I think it's something that every person should think. They should go, I can't believe how much this person thinks I'm great. Like the, the fact that I have so many issues and they don't care. Like that is yeah. that is the way it should feel. And obviously maybe 
40 years into a marriage or 20 years into a marriage, that might change slightly, but the essence of that is still there. So yeah, I think I love we, that. And as I, sorry, I was just going to say, as, as Jordan's saying, like, and as we're sort of talking about the honesty thing, be honest with what you're also like getting back in this thing. Cause it, from like an action standpoint, cause that way you can go, okay, I honestly actually, even though it hurts or I'm it's upsetting, like that action displays to me this. And I'm like, okay, like this sort of behavior, maybe they're, they aren't as interested as they say they are. So, and then you, that, that way, like, I think it's like better to do the hard thing much earlier, whether it is talk, saying what you want up front or cutting it. Uh, because if they also, if they really, if you misjudge it and you like, push away and they actually want to you know be a part of it they'll come mm. back and say hey actually no this is i was serious about this but if if you just like hang on and go no 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 i think I, I you know i can get that person around whatever like you're just feeding back into that thing so i think it's better to make a decision and 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 see what you get back Yeah, absolutely. And I want to quickly go back to one thing that you brought up, Jordan. Mm. I really liked how you said chasing after the idea of someone, Mm. because Mm. I think that is something that we have all fallen victim to that we're all guilty of, where we paint such a picture in our heads of like who this person is, and we put Mm. them up on a pedestal. And then when they don't text us back, it makes us put like make that pedestal even higher, and we want them even more. And it's half the time it's it's really not even about who they are it's just like it's almost because they're unattainable and of course that's the whole concept of the chase but I think it's really important to like ground yourself and be like wait a second like okay why am I checking my phone a hundred times waiting for this person to text (laughs) me back is it because I actually like care what they have to say and want them to text you back because I like them or is it just because I want a text back because they're not texting you back seriously and and it's I, for some reason, whenever I think about that concept, I think of Jake Peralta in um, in Brooklyn Nine Nine. I just started watching that show, so this so is perfect good. because if if we were recording this three weeks ago, I would have no idea who you were talking about. <laughs> I love Jake. I, that show it just got me. It just yeah. Andy Sandberg. He got me, and yep. I just oh, and each character. I'll just say this, and we can go back to what we're talking about. Is if you watch it multiple times, which I'm sure you will, you and I'm literally watched it I couldn't tell you how many times um and you start off and you're like yeah I like Jake as a character and then the next next time you watch it through you're like actually you know Boyle's pretty funny I think he's a I like him he's good and then you're like probably like by the fifth time you're like far out I love Terry oh Terry's so good like it's just you somehow like evolve through these characters in your life anyway maybe it's the person you think you're embodying when you watch it but whatever and if you're feeling if you're feeling like you're like oh you know I'm a bit hard on myself at the moment maybe you're an Amy I don't know anyway moving on um so don't yeah anyway um but going back to that I always think about Jake and when he's like he there's this I think it's when he dates Eva Longoria in in one of the in like season three. Okay, hold on. I'm on season one still. Relax. Yeah. Don't. Yeah, you, you would have Yeah, I'm sorry for the spoiler. Um, but so he and he's checking his phone and he's just like, I feel so pathetic. I'm checking my phone. And whenever I think of that, I'm like, yeah, like I look at the way that he acts it and he goes and it makes him feel like lack of self-worth. And I go kind of like, no, no, no. When I feel that way or when one feels that way, you're worth so much more than that. Why would you let someone control your happiness? Like that chase is the is you're giving the power to someone else to make your day or not. And like that's not their that's not their role in your life or their job or they haven't even earned that level of respect or um, level of you know uh, power over you yet. Like someone that you've dated for years and and oh, yeah. you know they've proven and they you trust them and you go I'm going to trust you with my power. And that sounds a bit crazy, but you know, and that power to make me happy or not, then, you know, if someone, if you're just seeing someone and then they're not showing the care with their actions and that is texting you back or ignoring you or making you feel powerless in the situation, that's not fair. And like this power dynamic in relationships is, can be really tough. And I think it's really important for people to go, you know what, I'm not chasing, I'm not 
putting this person on a pedestal. I'm seeing them for who they are, but also myself and being really present in who who you are and what your shortcomings are. But then going, you know what? Like, I'm not giving them that power. Like, they can text me when they want, and if they don't, as I said before, they're showing you exactly their actions, and you go, that's cool. I'm going to change my focus because why would I ever be, want to be with someone that doesn't want to be with me? Absolutely. And and yeah, you like you said, you want somebody who thinks the world of you and thinks like yeah. the sun shines from you, even though you're like, wait, but there's so many things wrong with me. Even one of my best friends, Sarah, who was on a previous episode of Seeing Other People, she just got into a relationship with somebody and she's like, she's she was kind of vending to me about how he says all of these incredible things about her and like says like how like every freckle on her face is perfect and like all these things about her that she thinks are weird he's like I love this about you and this and this is incredible and so special and she's like I don't understand like why does he like me this much I'm like because he should like that's how much I like you like maybe I don't want to kiss your face but (laughs) I think all these like weird things about you are amazing and that makes Mm. you who you are and like yeah it should be like that when it is somebody and it shouldn't be like like all of this like anxiety and your stomach and knots over when are Mm. they going to text you back and oh they wait an hour so now I'm going to wait two hours like it shouldn't be like that stupid and like you'll be able to see it in someone's eyes like you can see when someone like I'm sure this guy looking at a freckles is just going like like we've all felt that feeling and I describe it as like and one of my exes used to call it cute aggression and it's that thing of like when you see something that you're like so like you just like I want to, I just want to squeeze it. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna squash it into a ball. That kind of thing. Like it's yeah. like an explosion or an implosion of like I can't deal with this emotional feeling. And you can see that in someone's face. And that again is an action. Like if someone's saying, "Oh, I love you," and I think you're amazing, and that's great. But the fact that this guy is obviously going like. Oh, this freckle and this freckle and this freckle. Like you just kind of go, wow, like that is, that is so amazing. And, and be ready to feel that kind of um, emotion or affection from someone. I think that sort of comes from as well, this thing of like, you know, when you feel like I, I, this is for me anyway, when you, when you feel that someone actually sees you as a person, that is where that like, uh, thing of like being you like you adore a person when you both actually like see the person for who they are and you're like this is awesome like I like all love I like I love all these things about you all the different intricacies so I think that's like it's um that's where that thing comes from and he obviously like maybe he does feel really like open and just like uh free with her and that's where that sort of <clears throat> pardon me um comes from like the ability to be vulnerable, maybe. Yeah, without a doubt. I totally agree. Look, we're deep into cuffing season now. We are truly in the heart of cuffing season. It is October. It is 2021. And if you're listening to this after October, it's okay. It's still time to get cuffed and to find somebody great. And truly an amazing way to do that is by focusing on what's important to you and what matters and trying to figure out what you value and what you want in a partner versus what things are kind of nice to have, but not necessary. And it's also important to feel like you're focused on work and to feel like you have everything under control and are your best self in this moment so that you can end up feeling good and and going out on dates and being great. And there are some great things that we can do to feel focused. Maybe it's going on a walk in the morning. Maybe it is listening to music right before you start working or before you go on a date to get yourself in the zone. I think those are really great things. And of course, taking Mindset Wellness CBD's Focus Gummies is my favorite thing to do to focus on whatever it is I'm trying to accomplish, whether it is banging out three recordings in one day like I did today, or if it's just really focusing on getting in the right mindset for a date or for something that I'm doing that I'm excited for. So definitely head to MindsetWellness.com, grab your Focus Gummies, grab whatever gummies excite you on their website and also just enjoy the episode focus on this episode that's what you need to do right now because this episode is a great one let's get back to it um one thing i want to quickly bring up is obviously you guys are both super successful 
super attractive. Again, if you're not watching this on YouTube, you should go look. <laughs> um, like you guys are, are like, I mean, it seems like you have it all. And I know sometimes we look at people like us, us normal folk, um, look at people like that. And it's like, wow, like dating must be so easy for them. Like they have it all together. Like you guys have like a few hundred thousand followers, like any, you can just slide into anyone's DMS and like, because of how you look and, and your jobs and everything, like it will just work out. And I know you mentioned like you're both single and I'm just really curious to hear if there's any truth to that or like what dating actually is like. And like, I'm, I just, I can imagine that it's, it's not like the way that we think it is sometimes. I think well, obviously there's some dark secret because we're both single now. So <laughs> I would say, look, I think like dating is always hard in the sense that because you're trying to find someone that, you know, uh, you, like you feel that connection with and that sort of thing. And so uh, meeting the right person is, is never going to be easy. It's it, and like if it's, easy I, I always think about these things sometimes if it if, if it's too easy is it is it going to be you know the right thing but maybe it will be but uh i think yeah like for me it's like trying to meet someone who understands like where i'm at in life and how i think about things and all that sort of stuff because like you know you can be super attracted to to a person and all that sort of stuff but you're just like from a personality and connectivity and stage of life perspective, it's not quite there. And, you know, I've had that before. I've also had like, you know, where you're, you, you uh, like you, you're, you've got a friend who you're just like, oh, they're the best, but I don't have that like chemistry with. So trying to find those things that align, that I think is, is the challenge. And obviously with it throughout this time, meeting people has been even harder because like where I'm so used to being able to, you know, be in all these different places and meet people from different cities and that sort of thing. And I really love the thing of being able to like walk up to, to someone and say, Hey, Hey, like just a very like, uh, so we're not, we're not dating apps kind of people. I think, you know, like definitely for me, it's, I'd rather an interaction in person. That is like the way that, you know. I mean, nobody wants to be a dating app kind yeah, of person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I know that. But I mean, like, I mean, you know, dating apps work Dating apps work for some people and they, they really enjoy that process of getting to know someone slowly or, you know, just texting and then mm-hmm. feeling it out. And they go through, they go through co- having lots of different conversations at once. And, and that's what I meant by that, not by the, I'm more, for me, I'd rather the thrill of walking up to someone that I don't know or someone that I don't like, like someone I don't know but like and I'm going, I don't know how this is going to go. Like I'm going to, I'm going to stand there and I'm going to say, and they might have a boyfriend and I'm going to be completely shut down and I'm going to be like, oh, that kind of sucked. But this that happened to me as like, well. That totally, like it's happened to me a few times. Even I was like at this thing and I, I, Look, I won't add too much context, but it was pretty funny. We were, I was with a friend and we were like um, at this event and basically I walked up to this person and I was like, hey, blah, 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 just chatting. And then um, their like boyfriend came over and they're like, oh, like what's going on? They're like, oh, yeah, no, no, just met this new like friend. And I was like, yep, just, yep, it's all good. Like... I wasn't doing anything untoward, I swear. Because <laughs> I had no idea. So I was just like, oh, okay, yeah. Now we're friends. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I would say that um, the hardest part or I think regardless of like what you do for a job or, you know, like, I don't know, I guess we've never, Zach and I, as much as, you know, we work in the fashion industry and all that kind of stuff and, and models I, I just don't think that comes into dating in the end like I think you know um looks obviously looks play a big part for lots of people but I think as Zach was saying before it's very much around human connection and, and trying to connect with someone and, and finding that thing because you know my dad's always said like at the end of the day I need to be your best friend you need to be able to spend you know, the rest of your lives together and, and be in it for the hard parts because looks, jobs, money, whatever it is, like 
when the going gets tough, you need someone that's going to be in your corner with you and you're going to be out and you're going to hunk it down. You're going to make things work. Like, you know, I've never had kids, but I've heard having kids is tough. So um, as well with keeping a job and doing all that kind of stuff, I just, the world has enough pressures. You've got to find that you got to find your teammate that you, you know, you want to start this team together and go through the toughest parts of life. And I think that in itself is one of the toughest tasks that we set out to do. But a lot of the time we don't treat it in the same way. So I think, um, yeah, giving it its, uh, its worth of a situation and finding that person that you really, really think is going to be your team member that you can move forward with is, is something that um, is hard to do no matter what situation what you do for job anything like that so um anyone who out anyone who is out there that's been able to find those team members take my i take my hat off to you um because <laughs> it is very very tough and it's how exciting is that um so yeah it's a very long-winded way of saying it's it's difficult it is really hard to find great people but they are out there there's seven eight billion people on the earth and you know half of them are, half of them are women so there's there's some pretty good odds in there. There's some pretty good odds. They're I think out there like, somewhere. Yeah. But I, you know, I, I was just going to say, you know, we are obviously lucky in the sense that we do get to meet a lot of people uh, and like-minded people. And, you know, I, I think um, that is one real benefit of our job is the sense that we, you know, we get to go to a lot of events and, uh like there's a lot of different scenarios we get to, I guess, be placed in and that sort of thing. So it is, there is definitely that benefit that um, I guess not as many people get from that scenario, like, because it's just, it is a bit of more of an odd scenario in the sense that, you you know, uh, in different countries all the time and meeting different people and that sort of thing. But it, it I think, yeah, as Jordan's just been saying, it definitely, uh, it still comes down to connection at the end of the day. Yeah. Plus you could end up meeting somebody in a different country and then end up having to do long distance and it not work out. So goes yeah, and, that. and you that's, have to, that's you have the, to, actually, it's a consideration. Sorry, yeah. George. It's a consideration, you know, like where do we, where do you want to end up and that sort of thing. And, uh, cause that like, they're all things that I definitely think about. Am I, uh, do I, am I going to want to end up in Australia and therefore like, how do how does that work? How does you know uh, if I meet someone in New York or in London or whatever? Are we going to be like doing this back and forth thing? Do we you got to choose a place? All that sort of stuff. Those are things that I, I'm always trying to think about, and you want to be considerate of as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, all of that was beautifully said, and I really appreciate you guys being so open and, and honest and real with me. I also love all the little bits of advice from your parents. Maybe I should have them on an episode. <laughs> Like they know what they're doing. Um, but I'm so appreciative of you guys being here. Where can everyone find you? Where can everyone find Dreamers? And anything else you want to plug? Jordan? Well, you can find Zach and I at, at, at Jordan and Zach. Um, and uh, look, Zach is the older twin, but for some reason I got the, the first part of the Instagram handle, so go me. Um, and then to find Dreamers, you can go to dreamers.company or the or dreamers underscore, sorry, underscore dreamers um, on Instagram. And um, yeah, check out Dreamers. Um, if you want to hear uh, some more crazy adventures from Zach and I, you can follow us on Instagram. And um, write to us as well. We're, yeah. We love to chat with people and stuff. It's really fun. Like, you know, we've, we've, uh, got to meet really like interesting people that we've actually never met in person and have those sorts of connections which have been really cool and one actually i was going to actually tell you before um and it just because it, it came to mind talking about dreamers it was funny when we um like a, a funny part of creating dreamers was also like uh when i would be like dating people or whatever i would um like when we had prototypes of the first glasses uh, be like wearing these things like either you know at the end of like a date or what or whatever or like into seeing something and they're like what are you why are you wearing glasses at night like what's going on <laughs> and then like they get really involved and all of a sudden like we're like you know hanging out in the dreamers and they're like wow these things are like, it, was, it was so funny it was like 
like a fun part of like the whole experience, like people getting inside my ritual of like wearing these glasses, like, you know, an hour before bed or whatever. So it was and like having people come over to the house, whatever, and be like, Hey, can I wear the dreamers tonight or whatever? So it's like, <laughs> it's, it's pretty cool. Like it's a cool, um, it's cool to be a part of that. So, yeah. I love that. That's awesome. Well, you guys can, I'll link everything. And of course I'll link everything on Instagram. So you could also end up having dreamers at your house or apartment and then just get people to come over to use them. It's, it's great. Yeah. They're, they're their own wingman for you. Yeah. <laughs> love it. But is it a good thing if you put people to sleep? Is that, is that a good thing? Is it, is it a good thing on a date if you put someone to sleep? I mean, I you know what? If I was on a date and I end up like having a good night's sleep and literally just like crash at the person's apartment and actually sleep, I'd wake up and be like, this is amazing. I'm coming like, back. Because that, like, that is such a thing. You'd like, yeah. you don't, you're like, oh no, I'm not going to sleep. Like it's different yeah. environment, like whatever. Like a, a, a huge win is like, wow, I was so comfortable in that sleep. Maybe that per- this person 1,000%. Yeah. yeah so like maybe it's the, it's like a, a it's a convincing tool like i'll wear the dreamers and you'll have a great sleep and then you know we've got an even stronger bond mm. i love it dreamers the wingman of 2021 let's go yeah love it <laughs> all right thank, thank you, you both and thank you and to everyone listening thank you don't forget to give a five-star rating follow jordan and zach follow underscore dreamers and tune in next time